Well, hello there, fellow streakers. This is a special edition of our streaking podcast. I have a very special guest on with me today. Uh, Jamie's not on with me today, but she'll be joining us on a different podcast a little bit later on. She's getting the kids registered for school. That's right. We've just moved and she is getting all of that taken care of. But in the interim, I have the opportunity, the distinguished opportunity to welcome a special guest to the streaking podcast. And that is Abby Cook. Abby, how are you today? I'm great. How about you, Jeff? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for joining me today. The reason I've asked Abby to be uh, with me is she is a streaker of quite some time now and has some original streaks that I thought might be fun to explore. As you know, in all of our streakers out there, we have uh, will often have streakers on that have had a, a significant impact on not only you know <clears throat> what they've been in their profession, but also in their personal lives and everything else. For example, we had Marion, who was a school teacher that applied streaking to her fifth grade class. And we've had, we had huge response to that. A lot of people looking at that and saying, what a great thing it was. Cause Abby, you were once a math teacher, true? Yes, I was. And so interestingly enough, um, Mari, their streak as a class was to do at least one math fact daily. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. We encouraged this last week, my nine-year-old to start that streak. So it definitely resonated with me. So <laughs> that's great. Cause you were once a math, as a math teacher, what, yeah. let, let's just segue there for just a second. What is it about that in your view? I mean, you know, drawing back on your days of teaching, why is that so important? What is that? What does that consistency bring about? Yeah. I think that in terms of the multiplication facts, that's the one that we were working on this week. But when you look at the patterning of multiplication facts and how that consistency and the repetition of just knowing your facts can then um, apply to so many different places in the world and also in the classroom, you know, yeah. as we're out shopping for, for the family back to school resources, you know, to be able to do the math in your head of, okay, if this is 30% off, how do we get that total price? And it just, it transcends the classroom. It, it gives them life skills that are applicable, you know, outside of just, Hey, I know my multiplication facts. So <laughs> yeah, the foundation is just crucial. You know, and as I think about that, one, something that you just said, you know, the confidence that that's got to have for an individual, especially for a, a young man, young woman, or a a child that is progressing to be able to do some of that information inside of their head, that's got to add to your confidence and your own self credibility. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And to do it fast and to do it right. And, um, you know, just, it's just a, it's, it's getting over that hurdle. We'll do an Olympics reference, right? Like it's just moving the, over the hurdle gracefully. Yeah. Um, you know, and some kids will really get tripped up by a fact. And once you've consistently chosen, to practice, it, it's something we can all do, right? Absolutely. So with that being said, um, let's, let's go through your streaking journey because you've had quite the journey. You and I mm -hmm. started talking about streaking, what, probably about a year, year and a half ago or something like that. Do you remember what, yeah. what it was that brought about the conversation? Did I just bring it up? I mean, a lot of times I do, but I don't remember exactly. Do you, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I mentioned, like, I sometimes have my little pot of vitamins on my desk. I don't know if I saw them and I was like, oh no, I forgot to take my vitamins. That and you, you're like, Hey, I, I have something that might help you remember. And I think it was about my vitamins. You're right. I, I now I remember because you had said something about, boy, I've got to get better at taking these. I've got to do it. And yeah. so 
I mentioned, I said, well, you know, it's interesting that you should say that because yeah. my wife and I have written a book on, that's called streaking. And mm -hmm. do you remember what your first initial response was or how you thought about streaking when I, when I first brought it to you? You know, I, I think it's similar. I've, I've mentioned streaking to quite a few people since. And I think, I think a lot of people have the same response. Like it's something so easy. I should just do it. I shouldn't yeah. need a methodology or I shouldn't need a reminder to do this. Like it's vitamins for goodness sakes. Right. And I think my initial thought was like that I wasn't good enough or something like that. It was an inadequacy, but then I got to this place of like, no, I have resources and tools that help me every day with other things. Like why not put this into play? And Absolutely. I think that that whole transition in my head was about 60 seconds long. I don't think that I, I stewed on it too long. Like I was like, yeah. it was a full 60 seconds. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you have me. And then 309 days later, here we are. Right. Like Wow. 309 days. So that is, the, <laughs> that is the vitamin. So take it. And what yeah. is the, what is the exact streak there? At least four vitamins daily. And okay. that might sound like a lot to some people, but I was at a place in my health journey that I was needing to take approximately, um, 28 wow. supplements a wow. day. When you wow. add up the, the now, medicine, did that include, the two did that include, yeah. Prescription medication yeah. as well as vitamins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I include those. So like I take a thyroid medicine so that my thyroid can keep going. And that's at the time it was four of those a day, two in the morning, two at night. And that alone, I thought if I could just get my thyroid medicine taken every day, I would win. Right, right. And so that was kind of the intent behind four. Yeah. Um, and then, then there was like 24 more. Right. And if I got them great, but if I could just take this one medicine every day, yeah. So um, let's go. That was my thought. That's awesome. So let's go back just a little bit. Let me give a little bit yep. of an introduction to Abby. I didn't do her justice. She's a phenomenal, um, she's a phenomenal, phenomenal wife, mother, professional. Uh, she has been, as you've heard, a teacher. Uh, she was a math yep. teacher and eighth grade math is what are yep. eighth graders. Absolutely. Um, she's great. Where, where did you graduate from Abby? What was your university of choice? Yeah, I went to Bethel college, which it's now Bethel university in Mishawaka, Indiana. So a strong teacher's college, Wonderful. Um, grew up in Northern Indiana. And then after I graduated college, my husband and I moved to the Indianapolis area so that I could start my teaching career. So wonderful. Have yeah. two children and, uh, yeah. enjoying those two children as they're growing up and having all kinds of, and what are the ages of your, of your children? Yeah. Nora is 11 and Lorelai is nine. Okay, great. Wonderful. And, um, as you, and today you are, are a sales professional and that's what you do yeah. in your professional life. So you've got your personal professional life and your husband is a tennis pro. Is that right? Yes. He's a tennis teaching pro for sure. Awesome. That's so fantastic. Uh, he also dabbles in pickleball. So I was if just going to say pickleball, I, it, you should try. Yeah. I, I think I was, I saw something on YouTube the other day. It was the world pickleball championship yeah. or something like that. It is fascinating. I mean, this yeah. is like something that's taken the world by storm. Correct. Yeah. It's, it was, it started in the U S and so, you know, we have a very strong following in the United States and it's kind of like a hybrid of tennis and ping pong. Okay. So, pickleball. There yeah. you go. If you haven't had pickleball. it, go, go out there and give it a try. Look at it on YouTube. Give it it is quite fascinating to watch it yeah. you can play it singles or doubles. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. So back to streaking. 
So yeah. that's Abby. Uh, and Abby and I started to talk about streaking. And I do remember it was in relation to you had mentioned that, you know, you weren't taking your vitamins or you, you needed to take them consistently. And so I introduced the streaking concept to you. We were talking and said, look, streaking is, is simply this make, pick something that's laughably simple, keep mm -hmm. a record that you've been doing it and create a community around it. If you do those three things, you'll be able to be successful. Now, what's happened since then has been quite phenomenal. In fact, we've featured a little bit of what um, some of the successes that you've had in some of our blog posts and so forth. So I'm really excited to be able to talk to you today. So let's, yeah. let's go back though, to a little bit, give us a little bit of generality or how much ever you're comfortable with, as far as what was it about one, you know, what was it that prevented you, if you will, and prevent may not be the right word from taking the vitamins and also the prescription medication that you needed and yeah. how did, and then secondarily, how did streaking help you get past that? Yeah. So I, this is, this is going to, you're, your uh, listeners might laugh at this, but I really stink at taking medicine. Not like, first of all, the remind, you know, the reminder of it, the remembering I, you know, I bought the pill container where you put them all in for the week. And you know, that wasn't bringing me consistency, but the actual swallowing of pills, I'm terrible at it, Jeff. I'm just okay. terrible. Okay. So then it was like this mind over matter thing every time I would take my medicine and I would even cough some up and it, it was just terrible. But, but the, the thing that kind of grabbed me or the hurdle is if I just have a checkoff list, or if I just know, like, I only have to take four, I don't have to take 28. It was this mind hurdle for me of, okay, that's doable. I got this. No problem. So, you know, it's two things, twofold. It was the absent mindedness. It, I knew I needed to do it. I, right. It wasn't trying to sell me on, Hey, you should take this medicine. I knew that was needed, but it was the, Oh shoot. It's time for bed. And I've already forgotten today, the morning and the evening. <laughs> the dose. Morning. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. And it was just the forgetfulness of it. Life, you know, yeah. the whirlwind yeah. as yeah. we talk about often, yeah. but it was just also the mental block of sitting there and like, okay, do I need to do a deep breathing exercise before I swallow these eight pills? So, um, yeah, but no streaking really came alongside and it made me change my paradigm of I only have to take four today but yeah. then I always took more. Like I never, I never just, I, I mean, occasionally I've just taken the four. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I, I'm, I'll just take the whole little container or there might be six in there, or there might be, you know, doesn't that just more. blow your mind? It, it always blows my mind that that, that that's the case as far as human behavior is concerned, because yeah. I look at human behavior, you know, you've got this, you've got this thing that you know you need to do, you know it's good for you, you know it's something that will help you in the long run, you, you know and understand this. I had a friend that suffered a heart attack and he knew that he had to change his diet in order to not suffer another heart attack or in other words, come close to dying. Yet yeah. in about three, maybe six months after his heart attack, right back on the same diet, right back doing, I mean, doing the same things that he had done before. And when I talked to him, he's like, I know, I know. And you, you know, you kind of beat yourself up. You're like, ah, I know I need to do this. But when you change the mindset from, I need mm -hmm. to do this thing to, I wonder how long I can do this laughably simple thing. Yeah. It changes everything, doesn't it? Yeah. I, you know, I had a customer last week say something that's kind of just stuck with me for a couple of weeks and it, they said, you know, we're just too busy to get those kind of results. 
And I was like, wow, you said it out loud, but that's what we're all thinking, right? Like, I'm just too busy to do something different or, oh, that can't work for me. I, you know, I've got this, this, and this, but I think that when we pull back and exactly like you guys teach, make it laughably simple, it, it creates this, this drive that we didn't know we had before. Yeah. It's kind of, but one one of the ways I like to describe it is it's, it sets up a floor for you to stand on so that you know that, Hey, at least I'm going to do these four particular and, and what are they a, a mix of prescription medication with, with vitamins? Is that the, yeah, the, the one prescription the okay, and then one the rest are vitamins. Yeah. Vitamins. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read something to you. It's rather interesting. You ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is from, um, in, an a paper or a study that was done. It's called medication adherence who cares? Now, who is the World Health Organization? Who cares with a question mark? But that's who cares. So here's the abstract. Now, listen to this. The treatment of chronic illnesses commonly includes the long-term use of pharmacotherapy. So using like what you're saying, you know, the, the pharmacy or pharmacotherapy. Although these medications are effective in combating disease, their full benefits are often not realized because approximately 50%, 50% of patients do not take their medications as prescribed. Mm-hmm. Does that just absolutely blow you away? No. And let me tell you why. <laughs> yeah. Tell me why. <laughs> I was about 200 days in to streaking, right? Yeah. 200 days of taking at least four daily. I go to a checkup to my doctor and she says, Abby, I can move your thyroid medicine dose back from four pills a day to two. And I said, why do you think that is doctor? And she said, I don't know. I can't quite figure out why all of a sudden your labs are showing you're absorbing at a higher rate. And I said, well, I can tell you why doctor (laughs) it's called streaking. I showed her the app and she's like, wow, this could really change things because as doctors, sometimes they have to dose you in a way that you can still get the amount you need. So essentially she was able to pull back on my dose because I was actually taking it, not because I truly needed the dose of four a day. Wow. And so So, this idea, I am excited to hear there is a whole paper on it, uh, a study of patient adherence, because that's what, what I experienced. I experienced, not only did I get to pull back on my dose because I was taking it, but I also get to save half as much money on a prescription drug this year. So it just affects you in a lot of different ways. Absolutely phenomenal. I I'm right now I'm blown away that you said that to your doctor and the doctor's like streaking that's because again, just, just to reemphasize it, it just changes the mindset from from what am I doing? Oh, I've got to swallow these peel, these pills. I've got to be on this medication. I've got to do these things to saying, I wonder how many days in a row I can string together my medication adherence. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just changes everything. One more little, we'll, we'll stick on this for just one more minute. Yeah. All right. Listen to this in 2003 report in, a, in its 2003 report on medication adherence, the world health organization who quoted the statement by Haynes at all, that's a study that was done that quote, increasing the effectiveness of adherence interventions may have a far greater impact on the health of the population than any improvement in specific medical treatments. 
Among patients with chronic illness, approximately 50% do not take medications as prescribed. This poor adherence to medication leads to increased morbidity and death and is estimated to incur costs of approximately, you ready for this? Yeah. $100 billion per year. Mm-hmm. Billion with a B. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, just, right? Uh, yeah. I just, I just look at this report and then I hear what you're saying. And think about, you know, just the opportunity for individuals who are out there to say, I'm going to start streaking my medication adherence. I've got a chronic illness. I've got something I need to take care of. You were able to move back your thyroid medic or the doctor was able to move back your thyroid medication because of your consistency. In other words, behaviorally you had changed and, and, and the doctor then was able to say, Abby, because you behaviorally have changed, which means, so let's look at it this way. If you're taking less medication, you're not paying for as much medication. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Blows me away. I'm yeah. just, I'm just flabbergasted here. I don't well, know what to say. And you can, I mean, I just, I think the options in terms of health with streaking are endless. And, um, I've shared with you before Jeff, but my youngest daughter, Lorelai. Yeah. Tell uh, me about that. I want to ask old. about your kids and streaking. Yeah. I'm sure you've applied it there. She, she's nine years old and she's a cross country runner, right? She loves to run. She, you know, she's thought about different streaks for running and whether it's just putting on the sneakers every day or whether it's, um, you know, making sure she runs a mile a day. I, we're still narrowing in the focus there. However, she also is diabetic. She is a type two diabetic. And so type two is the one that you can control with exercise and, and movement, right? Like with good eating habits and exercise. And so, you know, like in terms of a diabetic, one of the keys is to stay on your blood sugar to make sure you know where it's at and what you can do to either fuel or pull back your blood sugar. And so I think of the diabetic that, you know, checking your blood sugar at least once daily or, you know, something that's laughably simple, but there's a direct correlation to long-term success. And so- we just had Lorelai's year checkup this week and she was cheering in the doctor's office because she got what's called a unicorn. So in the, in the world of diabetes, if you get a 100 on your blood sugar reading, it's called a unicorn. Like, yes, I got a 100. This was great. It wasn't super high. It wasn't super low. It was right there where it needed to be. And so I just think about how it could be so beneficial to those who are diabetic and testing their sugar or, eating at least one, you know, protein meal a day, or looking at just all the different options that could help in terms of medicine that way too. Wow. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So as you look at it, then, you know, looking at medication adherence is one part of it, but you have streaks in other areas as well. I yeah. mean, that's it. Cause, cause that's one of the things that, you know, Jamie and I recognized early on is that streaks often are applied physically, which this is a great physical application. However, there's so much more opportunity as well within the other areas of your life, such as professional development, such as, um, you know, your personal relationships, as well as some of the relationships that you have in a spiritual realm. So if you wouldn't mind, share with us some of the other streaks that you also have, Abby. Yeah, I have um, one streak that's to be at peace in my home. And so one of the things I realized during the pandemic was we had a lot of items in our home that we had no need for. I, they were just taking up space and, and causing stress. And so uh, it's kind of like an organization um, 
streak, but I like to remove at least one item daily from my home. It could be junk mail. It could be a toy that no one plays with. It could be a pair of blue jeans that don't fit anymore. But the idea of removing they were just too big, right? One the, item, the blue jeans were just too big. You had to get rid of know, those and get a smaller pair, huh? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Pandemic. That's definitely what happened. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. But you know, in, in terms of we are pointing this at who do you want to be? And I want to be at peace in my home. And so my thought process of is of this was, how do I get to that at peace in my home? Um, because, you know, I think that a lot of times we lose sight um, and the gratefulness of what we have, but how can I shine a light there and make sure that I'm consistently choosing to be at peace in my home? I absolutely love that. So the B statement there was, I want to be a piece of my home. And the streak was, I'm going to remove at least one thing from my home daily. Yeah. Yes. That is fascinating to me as well, because what that then does is it makes, and I'm going to make some suppositions here and you tell me if I'm wrong, but I, if I had that streak, which I don't, but you know, something that I might want to consider if I had that streak, on a daily basis, I would be thinking of what is cluttering my home or even just my surroundings that I want to remove that will help bring just a little bit of peace to me. And yeah. I, I mean, that kind of conscious effort would just be, I, I don't know, I, it, that's very attractive. It's something that I see as so doable as well. I mean, how, how yeah. easy is that to be able to just laughably simple, just remove something, like you said, a piece of junk mail and then be at peace? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty easy to do one. Right. But then what I find is I I'll, I'll have a box, a paper box or like a cardboard box. And at the end of the week, I will, if there are donate items, I'll keep the box handy, like in the mudroom or someplace where we can have access to it. But then to be able to donate it and physically give it away at the end of the week, I, I find that I don't just remove one item. I remove like on the weekend, sometimes there'll be a whole box of things that wow. I'm like, why is this here? Um, and so it's also, you just helped us, um, you know, make sure that we're doing it. Let me ask you this. Does it also help with deciding what to bring into your home? Just a, is that, has that been one of the ancillary benefits or one of the things that just out of curiosity or is it, or is it still just in the realm of removing? I think we're still in the place of removing. Um, I think that it also has, uh, I started saying to our daughters, like, Hey, if you want that new toy, we'll need to give one away or we'll need to swap it out. And they've been a little bit more, uh, you know, thought they've thought about that a little bit like, Oh yeah, we do have a lot more than we need. And maybe we should be mindful, but Jeff, as you and I are speaking right now, I believe that the girls are off garage selling with grandma. So maybe I'm completely off base here. So we'll see. We'll see. They're the not true quite test thinking about when yeah. they come back into that front door, what they have in their hands. So. Yeah. I love it. I, uh, you know, I, again, another streak that laughably simple it puts it at, I want to be at peace in my home. Share with us a couple more. What else do you have on your streaking list? Yeah, I have a sales streak. So a professional streak that, um, a team streak, right. Um, where I am reaching out to at least one new contact daily. Uh, so in the world that we live in one totally doable. And I think that when I've shared this one with other people, they kind of, 
they kind of poke fun like, oh, just one. And I'm like, yeah, just one, one to start with. But you never know. I mean, some days you get to one and some days you do 10. So um, yeah, one, one a day. So I think we're 13 weeks strong on that one. Yes, we are. That's awesome. Let's see. I have another streak of um, eat at least one serving of vegetables daily. Mm. So that was my other health streak. Yeah, yeah, I'm 68 days. So 68 days in a row. I had this, um, we have, we have some friends that have a meal planning process that they teach. And one of their ideas is to eat one big giant salad a day. And I don't love salads. If we're being honest, it's just the leaves don't resonate with me. I, I'm not a huge fan. Not a leafy. Huh? No, no, no. But if it's like a salad that has just vegetables in it and not leafy greens necessarily, I'm good. Like I can tackle a bowl of cucumbers or some zucchini or whatever. So I thought, okay, how can I make this vision of at least one big salad a day into something that I can consistently do? And so, um, at least one serving of vegetables a day was my laughably simple version of it. So I want to go back to your professional streak for just a second here. Yeah. As you talk about one con, so as a sales professional, I mean, contacting people is, you know, it's got to be your bread and butter. That's something that you do. So as far as setting a streak around contacting at least, is it at least one new contact daily or reaching out to at least one new? And so it's building your base. Is that, is that what it is? So like what you said, and I want to visit this for just a second. There are a lot of people when they consider streaking and they think about the laughably simple, they look at it from the viewpoint of what you said, which is why set the bar so low? And I think that one of the things that in our psyche and society is we think about bars, not floors. And let me explain what I mean by this. A bar is something you reach for. And what they're saying is if the bar is set low, it's really easy to reach for that. But a streak is not about the bar. A streak is about the floor because if you're going to reach for a bar, you've got to stand on some floor. And so like what you said, if I'm reaching out to at least one new contact daily and that's my floor, what I'm saying is I will never go beneath that floor. I will always land on that so that on a particularly difficult day when all of your all of your clients are just causing all kinds of havoc for whatever reasons. And you're just, you know, dealing with the minutia and the whirlwind of activity that's going on. Then you, at the end of the day, you look at it and say, Oh, I haven't made my one new contact today. I think it's pretty amazing that people or, or that sales professionals it's in, in this realm, sales professionals will have several days of those go by where they haven't connected with a new person yet that's the lifeblood of sales i mean is that yeah give me give me a few your thoughts and reactions on that no you're exactly right you know i i kind of i kind of view it as a trampoline more than even a floor so i don't know if your kids ever go out and play on a trampoline or absolutely got access to one but i'll watch the kids go play at the neighbors and sometimes they lay on the trampoline and look up at the sky sometimes they just run around inside of it but sometimes they jump. A lot of times they jump, right? And I think that the streak is the trampoline. How you use it, it positions you for that leap for sure. But sometimes the the job of the trampoline is to go look at the stars 
and to lay there and to still be elevated and to still be consistently moving or, you know, playing or it. But if you ask the kids why they go on the trampoline, it's not always to jump. That is absolutely a metaphor. I'm going to steal Abby. That is awesome because you know what? It brought back memories of, we had a trampoline in our backyard when we were growing up and my friends and I, we would go out there, we would have sleepovers on the trampoline. Yeah. And at night, you know, we'd sleep on and we'd look up at the stars and there's sometimes where we'd start jumping, you know, and yeah. other times, like what you said, we'd be learning to do all kinds of new tricks. The streak is the mat of the trampoline. Yeah. It is the place yeah. where I'm never going to have to go below that. And that will help spring me up into new realms yeah. that Abby, I'm so excited that we talked today because of that yeah. metaphor right there. I'm going, in fact, one of the things that I'm going to do is write, I'm going to write a blog post on that particular right there. It's, you know, the streak okay. is the trampoline. And the I think is the trampoline. You're still making the choice to climb onto the trampoline, right? You're still climbing up the ladder, Yep. yep. but it's the baseline. It's, it is. you know, the starting point. And, and I'm always, <laughs> I love that. I'm always going to have that trampoline be the thing on which I'm always bouncing. So that when I come back down from trying to reach from for something, I always land on the surface on of the, the streak, which is on the mat or the trampoline. Yeah. Phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So as you look forward, have you, um, you, you mentioned about the vegetables and you know, my wife and I had a long conversation about that once they said, well, what if you eat just one pea in the day? Yeah. I'm like counts. Yeah. <laughs> You're there. I mean, yeah. it's much easier to keep thinking it keeps something going than it is to start it over again. Yeah. And I think that you bring up something, you, you bring a thought to my mind when you say just one P we're, we want to succeed at this, right? We want to be successful. We want to do our best, but I, I remember a time early in my vitamin streak that, and I, I remember texting you about this, of uh, we were out of town for my daughter's cross country meet and I forgot to pack the vitamins. I just forgot. And I was really worried. Like, what if I can't, accomplish the streak. Like I have the intent, the intent is there. I want to do it. And you, you had mentioned like, Hey, is there, are there vitamins anywhere? Like the drugstore, you could just go pick up. What can you do? And I had this light bulb moment of, Oh, my husband brought his vitamins. I can just take some vitamin C, take it, take a one a day and still maintain my streak of at least four daily. And I, I think that what it teaches us is that we are actively choosing to be who we want to be. Yeah. But we will find a way to make sure that we can continue the success or sometimes the streak, it, it, you miss it and you start fresh. And, and that's part of the learning as well. But yeah. I was willing to take the men's one a day vitamin so that I did not have to miss my streak. So. Didn't have to miss it. No. Jim Collins talks about in good to great. He talks about the flywheel effect and the flywheel mm -hmm. effect is, you know, a flywheel is a great, big, huge, heavy piece of equipment that is very difficult to get going. It takes thousands of tiny little pushes to get that flywheel going to keep it going is equally just the tiny little pushes that go along. So for example, with what you said with, I'm going to keep the flywheel of my vitamin taking going through mm -hmm. my husband has vitamins. I'm going to take the couple of vitamins that count, you know, that are for the streak and we'll move this along that yeah. then kept that flywheel going. And what it did for you, I, I, I dare say, and I would ask you this, what did it do for your own self-credibility and your self-confidence? Well, it just made me realize like I can still be successful at this. Yes, I'm going to keep going and I'm not going to let a trip out of town stop this momentum. That is awesome. 
Well, as we come up on the close of our streaking podcast, Abby, it's really been wonderful talking with you about all this. Any other streaks that you want to highlight or anything that you would give as far as advice to a beginning streaker, someone who just picked this up for the first time and is like, all right, I'll give it a try. What, what, what's, what's to lose here? I'm doubtful it'll work for me, but what do you think? What, what, what advice would you give to a beginning streaker? Well, one of the things that I would tell you, uh, I recently shared streaking with a friend and she spent a little bit more time in that, like worry of what if I can't do it? And my encouragement or my challenge to you would be just pick a streak and do it. I don't overthink it. And this, I'm saying this out loud because I'm also talking to myself right now, Jeff, um, as I know, I need to pick my next streak. I, I have some floating around, but just pick it and go with it. If it's really pointing you towards who you want to be and it's a, it's a consistent conscious habit that you can create, then there's not really a downside to it. When you talk, and we've mentioned several times here about who you want to be, do you have an active B statement or is it more just a general, a general knowledge of who you want to be? How have you worked with that? Yeah. So mine are in categories. I don't have necessarily one total who I want to be, but I want to be a healthy individual so that I can be a good mom. I can be a good wife and I can be a good salesperson. I want to be at peace in my home. And then I also want to be a high achieving salesperson. So I have different categories of my okay. B statements. Yeah. Um, I, that is my net. I need to create one statement though, um, of who I need to be. That's next steps probably. Right, Jeff. Yeah, I think that, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. And it's something we'll talk about a little bit more on a future podcast, because Jamie and I have uh, quite, quite the conversations about this. I think that there, you know, the over the holistic B statement is a assemblage of several within those categories. It's the holistic B statement is what I look what who I want to be personally, professionally, physically and spiritually. I was talking with this about someone else and uh, uh, the other day, and they said, well, I would add family as one of those areas as well, you know, personally, professionally, um, physically, spiritually, and family. And that may be the five categories, if you super categories, what I look at as a B statement is what you, is what you had articulated so well is in those categories, who do I want to be? And that could vary from across, I mean, all over the place, but it's really your personal statement of who you want to be. And I, I think that's wonderful. So (laughs) we're going to talk more about that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I I would love to keep talking about that. Well, Abby, thank you so much for joining me today. I um, just, it's absolute pleasure to have you everyone. Abby is absolutely phenomenal. If you want to ask her additional questions, please email me at Jeffrey, J E F F E R Y at streakingmastery.com. And I'll, I'll get in touch with her unless you want to let them contact you directly, Abby. I'll, I'll give you that option, but I can, I can be yeah. the filter. If you want people to ask you a question directly, would do you want to give out uh, a sure. contact? Yeah, you can, well, you can find me on all, all the social media platforms, probably uh, LinkedIn, Abby cook, or um, on Instagram, Abby may cook. Um, is my handle. So feel free to reach out. I'd love to share what what I've learned, my experience, and uh, keep on streaking. All right. Yeah, everyone. Until we talk again, keep streaking. A better you.